Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, you're listening to another episode of Six Feet Under Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. You know, usually I would get into this whole spiel, but I'm just going to jump right into it. Today, well, if you're listening to this, um, this episode is going to commemorate my birthday. And, uh, Bear with me. Uh, I'm going to try to make this as lighthearted as possible because I don't want to I don't want to be depressing. It's 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 an episode commemorating my birthday. So I want to be as as uh, happy as possible. But um, my birthday, as I talked about on uh, Reset, Refocus, Regroup, an episode I did previously, has not been the happiest fucking time of my life. These last 10 years have been, they've been really fucking hard, man. And um, y'all bear with me because I'm going to get through this episode, but it's going to be, it's going to be some shit. Um, On June the 15th, 2000 and... 13, no, sorry, 2014, this is how hard I try not to think about this shit, um, I took it upon myself after going out with some homies, um, and just, you know, going out, and, um, I took it upon myself after going out with some homies and having a couple, having a couple, having a couple, I, uh, hopped in my car, and I had hit such a beginning of a low point that I did not realize what was going on with me. I didn't realize what was wrong with me. I didn't know what was happening to me. I couldn't, for some odd ass reason, I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't stop um, being angry. I couldn't stop being so upset. And um, to get straight to the point, I felt like my life had no purpose. So I did one of the most reckless things I've ever done in my life. I got in my car I drove and I closed my eyes and I legitimately said, well, hey, fuck it. And uh, there's this cliff nearby where I live. And I just said, man, look, I fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, I said, fuck it. So I got in my car recklessly and I drove. I closed my eyes and I drove to that cliff. And needless to say, I'm still here. But. That car is not. <laughs> um, why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all this to say that in time in life and sometimes um, you go through things um, and you just feel like you lost your purpose. You feel like you lost who you are. You feel like you lost um, the meaning of why you do what you do. And at that point, I had felt that for the first time that I had lost all my purpose I lost all my meaning for what I uh, lived for. I had lost it all. I just, and I was ready to lose it all. And um, luckily, luckily, God had different plans for me. Luckily, God hadn't given up on me yet. Luckily, God didn't allow me to go through with that selfish decision because that's exactly what it was. And I'm not calling anybody selfish for whatever they do, but for me, myself personally, I was ready to take myself out of the game, out of the paint, because I was ready to be selfish. I was ready to be 
out of the pain. I didn't want to feel hurt anymore because I felt like my life had no meaning. And um, some time later in discussions with my father, he ended up telling me that, son, when you when you decide to kill yourself, you have now decided to take away your pain and transfer it on to other people. And that really resonates with me, man, because to this day, you know, I like to think that, you know, maybe I was being a little dramatic. Maybe I was being a little over the top. Maybe I was being a little problematic. I've I've been known myself to be a little bit too emotional at times and a little reckless. And I know this about myself. I know this thoroughly about myself. And um, yeah, man, that was that. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't do that, man. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Um, because I, 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 you know, I was just thinking of myself. I wasn't thinking about the people who loved me or the people who wanted to see me progress and grow. I just thought about myself and was being selfish, bro. I was being fucking selfish. And so I, I want to take the time out right now as I go further into this episode before I deep for this episode and um no the the names there's too many names so I'm not even gonna list them but I just want to take a moment um to thank every single person who has ever believed in me who's ever fucking encouraged me to do better in life who's ever been there for me and just told me I can do better and be better. I just wanna fucking thank every single one of you. Just thank you. Thank you so very much. <sighs> You know, there is a a portion, a moment, a significant time in our lives, I feel like, that wakes us up and um, jars our brain and gets us to fucking going. And, um, you know, some of us are just born with ample speed to go get it and work hard and and just work through our bullshit and just come through it. And some of us have to go through it to get to it. That's what my pastor once said to me, got to go through it to get to it. And, um, man, that can't be any more truer. You know, that can't be any more truer. Myself personally, I know if you guys have been listening to this podcast, I did an episode called People Never Die. And uh, in that episode, I talked about a multitude of things. Realistically, I've never went back and re-listened to that episode. And quite frankly, I may never because I just that episode was very tough, was very rough. I actually recorded on the day that Kobe Bryant died. And um, I remember two things about that day. One, it started off very foggy and eerie. And obviously, you know, if you know about his death, you know how he passed away. And I felt something weird in the air that day. The second thing I remember about that day is after his passing, I legitimately made a commitment to myself that I was never going to go backwards in my pursuit of greatness. I was just going to push forward and I was going to work 10 times harder than what I'd ever worked before because damn it, I needed it. I need this. I need this. And I hate to, I hate to acknowledge this, but that man's passing really elevated my work ethic to be like, fuck this, go harder, 
work harder. You think you're working hard, work even fucking harder. You think you're not, you're not talented enough. Well, damn it. Go get talented. Nothing naturally has ever come to me. I've never been naturally gifted at anything. I've never been naturally fast, strong, smart, funny, good looking. No, motherfucker. This is all fucking hard work. This is all hard work. I've never naturally did this. And why do I bring this up? I bring this up to say to you listening to this, I know some of you all, some of you all have contacted me. You want to do some things. You want to do stand-up comedy. You want to make a podcast. You want to start a video gaming channel. You want, you want, you want. Well, let me tell you something, God damn it. You can want all you want, but will you? Question mark. Will you? See, the thing is, I don't have any backing in this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know anybody who personally started this. I followed a few people who are natural, no, I'm sorry, normal, average Joes, just like you and I, and they set the foundation, and I copied their moves, and I got out there, and I just fucking did this, and I was, you know, I was lucky enough to assist a couple of people in doing this as well, but we have to stop putting limitations on our greatness, Take blame for your success. Let me say that again. Take blame for your success. What does that mean? That means a lot of times people can blame others for their downfall. They can blame everybody for their downfall. But we rarely, a lot of times we give the shine to other folks on why we got here. Blame yourself, motherfucker. You are the reason why you got here. You and the assistance of those who backed you and had found out behind you. But you, you, bruh, you chose to go be great. No ifs, ands, and buts, homie. No ifs, ands, and fucking buts. You chose this life. Get your ass up and go be great about it. As I transition to this episode, I I can't get out of here without thinking about the song that puts me through the mindset every single day, every single moment, every single time I have um, more so a waking, aching pain of trying to figure out who I am and what I am and why I'm supposed to be here. I, I lean on music heavily. Now, I wasn't really a big fan of this man's music when he was alive. I honestly only really still know one song by him. But uh, Nipsey Hussle, um, you know, for all it's worth, he had a song called Face the World. And I stumbled upon this song maybe a month or two before he passed. And it was just it just randomly played on my phone. And I was like, yeah, this is the one. I like this. And in that song, if you're not familiar with Face the World by Nipsey Hussle, it's a great song. One, not one, but the ending to that song stuck out to me because it was so fucking phenomenal. And, it, you know, listen, maybe it won't do it for you, but I'm not going to lie. Damn it. It did it for me. And I, I, you know, I, I think about it all the fucking time. And um, before I get into that line, I mean, I'm going to get into it, but I, I just can't help but think to myself how ironic it is that, um, a lot of people who do phenomenal things don't live very long. It's quite interesting when you really think about it. But in the song Face the World by Nipsey Hussle, there is a um, there's a couple of lines. But like I said, at the end of the song, um, there's there. He just goes hard, man. He just he lays it out. And um, 
it, it, it resonates with me so hard. He says, self-inflicted homicide, don't pull the trigger. I feel like I got to tell you, you got something to contribute. Regardless what you into, regardless what you've been through, I feel like I got to tell you, you got something to contribute. And I can't lie to you guys. A lot of you feel like your life is just a nine to five and a turn up. You do. I know you do, because I used to think that that's all my life was. And let me tell you something. That's cool. But I'm going to be honest with you right now. Your Uncle Pooch is going to be very honest with you. That ain't a life of purpose, homie. You're going to feel empty for your whole fucking life. And if you want to debate me on this, I got eight years on you, bro. I can tell you right now what the eight years of turning up and paying bills and going to a nine to five feels like. That shit makes you go berserk. There's no pun in that. There's no jokes in that, yo. It makes you go fucking berserk. The line before that song, <clears throat> sorry, line before those lines, uh, Nipsey says, um, niggas got it twisted. Like John Michelle Basquiat destroyed his pictures. If you're not familiar with the late great artist, John Michelle Basquiat, first and foremost, get familiar. But Basquiat was a fucking G, bro. He created the first, like, versions of what was like hip hop graffiti art. Snigger was he was crazy, bruh. And crazy in the good sense. That's why I don't mind being called crazy. This motherfucker once dated Madonna, like when she before she was on and popping, and he gave her some paintings. And after they broke up, he took these paintings and covered them in black so she couldn't appreciate them shits anymore. That's pretty fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie. But to get back on a serious note, Basquiat was he was um he was friends with Andy Warhol. If you're not familiar with who Andy Warhol is, Andy Warhol, if you've ever seen a painting of the Campbell soups, those are cans, Campbell soup cans. Or if you've ever seen that painting of like Marilyn Monroe and she's got like purple, blue, and green and shit like that, that's him. That's Warhol. He was friends with Basquiat. He elevated Basquiat to be in the mainstream. And Basquiat and Warhol fell out of friendship for whatever reason. I don't really know the terms. I'm not going to get into gossip. But they fell out. And before they could ever come become friends again, Warhol died of uh, an illness. I don't know what it was. Go look it up. And that threw Basquiat in a deeper, darker fucking just trance of just... This nigga was just hurt, bro. He was just, he was an artist. Most artists are very sensitive people as it is because they're in tune with like their feelings and, and emotions and all that shit. That's why I consider myself an artist because I know I can get mad emotional and, and just overlook logic sometimes. Anyways, to put this in perspective, Basquiat, uh, as Nipsey said, self, self-inflicted homicide. Um, bro, just, he would destroy his paintings. He would make paintings that would sell for like $100,000, $300,000, crazy amounts of money. And he would make them in a fit of rage in his drug problem that he had. He would just destroy them sons of bitches. He would just tear them apart and fuck them up. Don't be Basquiat. Don't murder your dreams. Society will already fucking put a bullet in your dream's head and shoot that shit. Do not kill your dreams to satisfy the version of yourself that people think you should be. 
I've seen too many people do it. I know too many people have done it. I don't want to live like that, dog. I don't want to live like that. I want to live a life of purpose. I want to live a life that has meaning. I want to live a life that makes me feel good inside. I want to be happy. I will be happy. No ifs, no ands, no fucking buts. I ain't got no jokes for y'all today. I'm so sorry. I I didn't want to, you know, be somber talking about my birthday and shit, but you know, I needed you all to hear this. I tried recording this episode four or five times and um each time I just couldn't get through it. Um, you know, I tried to record it, you know, you know, drunk, couldn't <laughs> I couldn't drink it away. As Stallone said, I couldn't smoke it away, I couldn't sex it away, I couldn't do any of those things away. I had to just take it head on. And that was it. So I'm coming to you at five o'clock in the morning, sober as a fucking gopher, talking to you guys. And sorry, I don't have jokes for you today. I want one thing for my birthday. And I've wanted the same thing for my birthday since my 25th birthday, because I'm not going to get into that. You should know why my 25th birthday was such a big deal. Go listen to some other episodes. I explained it. But I want to be an old man one day. That's all I want. All those other things. The only thing I wish for on my birthday is just to become an old man. When people ask me what I want for my birthday, I say 50 more of these. I want 50 more summers. That's it. You know, I want to become an old man one day. I want to sit back on my life and have a legacy. I want to sit back on my life and remember how I assisted people elevate themselves. I want to sit back on my life and be able to thank myself for not giving up on myself. I want to sit back on my life and reminisce on the old days. Now, I'm not sure if I'll get there with a wife or if I won't. None of that's relevant right now. It all comes in due time. But I'm thankful that I'm coming into my 28th birthday. It's my first birthday in eight years that I'm walking into that I don't have a boo thing or um like wifed up or, you know, these things. I'm learning to love myself more than anything. Yeah, I'm learning to love myself. As long as you got air in your lungs, bro, you still got time. Listen to another episode of Six Feet on the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. Please, please, please remember to allow the peace to kill the evil that's coming from within you. And I want to thank every single one of you all again for all of this. I wouldn't have made it here without any of you. And until next time, I'm out.